right. As we begin to close in prayer, uh, if you would turn to Proverbs. Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 14. We're going to brush through uh, Proverbs 14 and 15 tonight. Hope it's been a blessing to you. It's been a blessing to me. And uh, wisdom is available to all. There's no, um, no one left out. And at any time of your life, when you want it. Sometimes it takes, um, the Bible says, by reason of uh, use or age, and then by exercising of the senses, either one, you can gain wisdom. So you can have young, young uh, and wise at heart, or um, older because of all the years and issues they went through, they've gained wisdom. But whatever age you are, certainly the Lord would want you to have wisdom. Um, Wisdom does not come automatically. You have to want it, seek it, and uh, get it. Amen. Uh, Proverbs 14, the Bible says, uh, we'll start with the first verse. Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. Uh, let's, let's pray. Lord, bless this time. As we look into Proverbs 14, 15, pray you open our eyes and, of understanding and give us wisdom, Lord. Help us to uh, seek you, Lord, most of all, fear your name. Uh, Lord, fear your word, and, and uh, Lord, in his last days, um, let us all have a heart to live, what's, uh, live right and do right, Lord, before you. And I pray that you keep us by your grace. We thank you for um, having a will for each one of us. May we want to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The Bible says, every wise woman build their house, but the foolish plug it down with their hands. There's the power uh, that, a, that a woman has. To build a home, to build a house, uh, it's not a physical uh, stick and mortar. Uh, this is her husband. This is her children. This is her household. Uh, the man's work is of the field. His heart is in the field. Uh, the woman's heart is in the home. And um, both are to flourish in what God has given them. Now, of course, it doesn't mean a, a woman can't go out and, and do things. We know Proverbs 31 uh, t tells that the, the, the virtuous woman, she goes out and she um, does business and trading and, and such. And it doesn't mean as well uh, that a man can't go home. Amen? Uh, it's the same thing. Of course a man could go home. Uh, and it's nice to have a, a home to go to. Uh, but women, you, you see the power here that you have the power and ability uh, to build a house. Um, but it takes wisdom to do that. It takes wisdom to know uh, your husband and know his potential. A lot of times uh, you, you may uh, look and, and see the downfalls and say, why isn't uh, my spouse this or why isn't my spouse that or why isn't my kids this? Or, well, you're, you're just seeing their downfalls. But it takes somebody wise to see their potential. And it takes even more wisdom to get that potential out uh, and to um, uh, draw it out. And to build it up and to nurture it and to, to uh, build it to where they, it'll help you and help them. Uh, children left to themselves bring it their uh, mother and father's shame. So women, you need wisdom 
to do this. And in doing so, you will build up your spouse, you will build up your children, not only for your own advantage and your own house uh, for your sake, but also for their sakes. Uh, And when you read The Virtuous Woman, uh, her family, they rise up and call her blessed. Why? Because without her, they are nothing. They know that everything rests on uh, her. Uh, But notice the extreme as well. But the foolish... Uh, so you're either one or the other, but the foolish pluck it down. So you can either be the one that builds or you can tear. You can tear down who your husband and his potential uh, can be. You can tear down your kids. Uh, you can tear down the future. You can tear down your house. Uh, your house is the meeting point. It's where um, your family comes to. It's where there's rest from the weary. It's where... Uh, the world does not enter in. It's where you go after uh, you are finished your hard labor. And after a hard labor, you should get your reward. Amen? And coming home is a reward. Um, men work to go home. Men leave home to go to work, but they leave work to go home. Amen? Uh, and children, after a hard day, they, they want to go home. Uh, it's nice to get out on vacation and such, but there is no place like going home. Uh, so w- women, you have power to build a house, and the house is your household. Everything, all operations stem from the house. When uh, a man loses his household, he loses his life. He has nothing to work for. Uh, so women, you have power to build your house, but you also have power to tear it down. And may you use and take heed uh, to get wisdom and take heed to this because you are either doing one or the other. Uh, if you are not doing one, but then by default, you are doing the other. Uh, so make sure you get wisdom to do God's will and to seek God in building up those of your household. Let's look in verse 2. The Bible says, He that walketh is in his uprightness feareth the Lord. Uh, but the, um, sorry, but he that is perverse in his ways despiseth him. Despiseth who? Despiseth the Lord. Uh, when, you're, when you walk in uprightness, you know you fear the Lord. Because what? We learn what the fear of the Lord is, right? To depart from evil. Uh, so if you fear God, you, um, you want to depart from evil, sin. Uh, but if you do not want to depart from evil, the Bible says you despise the Lord. You despise him. Uh, you might have a way about you. You might, you might have a, um, a guilt that keeps drawing you uh, to say, Lord, are, are we okay? Um, but your actions will interpret your true heart. Uh, so if you don't have a repenting heart, if you um, don't want to do what's right or live right, then the Bible says you despise God. It's a quality of those who do not fear God. So those who do not, do, do not fear God One of the characteristics of those who do not fear God is they despise God. So therefore, do they want to hear about God? No. Uh, Do they really, are they really concerned about pleasing God? No. If you despise someone, uh, then you don't care about them. Uh, So if you're not living right, you despise God. That's what the Bible says here. Uh, In the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride. But the lips of the wise shall preserve them. The mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise shall 
uh, preserve them. It's important uh, to watch uh, your words, to watch what comes out of your mouth. Let's look at number four, uh, verse four, where no oxen are, the crib is clean. You're going to see reminders here throughout Proverbs, uh, little increments of uh, dealing with others, building up yourself, a reminder to keep fearing God, reminders. It's all reminders of the same walk with God, amen, to keep doing right, uh, to keep loving God, keep serving God, keep walking in his ways, uh, affairs with others, affairs at work, uh, and watching your mouth. That's pretty much all of it. Uh, where no oxen are, the crib is clean. But much increase is by the strength of the ox. Uh, sometimes as you, when, you're, when you're getting wisdom, you're going to want to branch out. You're going to want to um, invest in things. You're going to want to um, uh, uh, go out on a limb sometimes and, 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 and prove God and, and see uh, uh, if, if, uh, if the Lord's going to bless you with certain things depending on, on, on what area you go, amen? Uh, but here, the verse is, well, sometimes things are going to get a little out of hand. Um, things are going to get, in order to clean the garage, you've got to make a mess a little bit, right? In order to, that's how it is. So uh, let's, let's take for investments, for, for example. Um, sometimes you've got to spend some money to make money. So it, it may seem like, you know what, I'm losing. No, well, you're going to gain in the end. You know, and that's what the Bible's saying here. We're no oxen or the crib is clean. But if you, you want to stay clean, but hey, you're, you, the only way to stay clean as far as um, not using what God has given you, right? We went over that last week is till your own land. Tilling your own land, using what God has given you for the, for the, for the greatest advantage uh, for your opportunity. Amen. Use what God has given you. Don't look at everything else or what you don't have. What has God given you already um, and use it for your advantage to the best of your ability and for the honor and glory of God. So there are people who say, well, I, I just don't want to um, I just want to be safe and not get anything dirty. Um, well, Listen, there's much increase by the strength of the ox. If you're going to progress, you're going to need oxen. All right? So don't be scared. Things may seem, sometimes it gets, you get a little fearful of pushing forward uh, all the unknowns in life. But wisdom is going to help you uh, with this. And this is what this verse is here. It may come a time in your life where you're going to say, Lord, um, I'm a little uncertain about this area. He might give you this verse here uh, to prove you. There was a time where the Bible says, um, I was talking to Brother Tom about this last week. Um, if, if you sit with a, a, a roller, if that'll be a man given appetite. The Bible says, put a knife to that throat. Don't look at what he has to offer you. It's all deceitful. And uh, the Lord gave me that. There was a time where I was doing work for an investor, and he kept leading me on, a millionaire. He kept leading me on, oh, if, if you do all this work for, um, 
you know, 90% off, I'll give you more work. I'll give you more work. I'll give you more. And he kept leading me on with all his dainties, all that he owned and possessed. What he was doing was just sucking me dry. And I said, Lord, something's not right about this. And I was reading the scriptures and he gave me those uh, verses there. And I said, wow, I'm the one who's getting taken advantage here. So what I did, I just cut them off. Amen. Well, God gives you wisdom as you go. As you seek wisdom, listen, God's going to give you wisdom. There's going to be times in your life where you're facing a situation, and this is what the Proverbs are for, uh, dark sayings, but you need a heart to want to please God, seek God, and fear God. Amen. Put him first. Let's look at verse 7. The Bible says, uh, go from the presence of a foolish man when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. Go from the presence. Uh, if you, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise, right? Remember that song we learned? But a companion of fools shall be destroyed. If you get close, if you befriend a fool, you will, you will be destroyed. You got to cut yourself loose from foolish people. All right? That's on them. That's on them. You got to protect yourself. Uh, you got to make sure um, because if you're destroyed, then who's going to be a light to them? You need to protect yourself. Get away from them. Uh, get away from people who are walking away, uh, um, contrary to the ways of God. Of course, we don't need to uh, be nasty towards them, but let them know, hey, no, I can't, I can't do that. I can't go. Hey, if you need to pray for you, I'll pray for you. I'm always there for you. You know where I'm at. I'm in church. Amen. Uh, if you ever need to pray a prayer request, you call me. I'll pray for you. Amen. Um, I'll, be, I'll be here for you when you're ready um, to get saved. When you're ready to hear the truth. Amen. You let them know um, the right way. And there will be a time in your life, hopefully, that they will want what you have. But you got to keep yourself from fools. Number nine, verse nine says, fools make a mock at sin. Have you ever been around someone where they're just mocking sin? Um, but listen, if you enjoy watching videos on your phone where they're just mocking sin, who's the fool? Fools make a mock at sin. If you enjoy watching it, then you're the fool. All right? If you're watching it, you're the fool. Not them making the video. You are the fool. Uh, so be careful what you find um, entertaining. Be careful what you allow your flesh to be entertained with. All right? If you allow your uh, flesh to lead you, um, it will lead you to the pit of hell. Amen? Um, if you let your flesh lead you, it'll lead you to uh, a pit of perversion. If you let your flesh lead you, um, the Bible says the flesh is, is desperately, desperately vile. The heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Uh, we don't know how deep our flesh goes. But if you've ever heard the grossest, sickest sins that people have committed on this earth, that is your flesh. That's my flesh. All right? They just let themselves get that far. So you be careful. Uh, allow, keep yourself, amen? Keep yourself. A wise man, the Bible says, will keep his heart. Make sure you keep yourself 
Don't be entertained by uh, the foolish things of this world. Keep yourself uh, from these things. Fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favor. Notice the contrast there. Fools versus the righteous. So can you be righteous and foolish? No. Now we're righteous in Christ, amen? Uh, but they're contrary. Okay? Uh, you may appear because you go to church. We have a lot of fools here. We have a lot of fools around us. All, in the city, I mean, there's so much foolishness now. Um, and it's just abounding. From, from childhood, not getting disciplined properly, uh, from all the immorality, from just letting kids raise themselves or letting everything else raise them. Um, now we just have fools giving birth to fools. And it's just a uh, consistent foolish production. Uh, but when will we be wise? We need God. Uh, we need the word of God to make us wise. Making wise is simple. Uh, look at 9. Uh, fools make a moccasin, but among the righteous there is favor. Verse 17. He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly. What's the Bible say? Uh, a fool's wrath is presently known. Okay? But he that is soon angry dealeth foolishly. Uh, those, one of the characteristics of somebody wise is someone who is able to stem their emotions, able to get a grip on their spirit. All right? A spirit... Uh, your spirit, your, your uh, emotional state, okay? Uh, somebody who's able to have self-control. These are fruits of the Holy Spirit of God, all right? They all go together. But somebody who is soon angry will deal foolishly. You make the wrong choices. You cannot uh, make the right choices when you are um, in the wrong spirit. He cannot. We need long-suffering. Amen. We need temperance. We need integrity. These are attributes that come with walking with God. When you walk with God, you will bear the fruits of the Spirit. All right? If you're not walking with God, you will bear the fruits of your flesh. So somebody who is angry is not walking in the Spirit of God. They're walking in the flesh. Very simple. Uh, so it goes hand to hand. Foolishness. Um, so are you saying if you walk with God, you will become wise? Yes. Something that God gives is wisdom. God, will, God doesn't raise a fool. Amen? He's a good father. He does not raise a fool. So when you are led by God, you will become wise. Let God lead you and guide you, direct you. Um, don't make decisions when you're angry. Calm down a little bit. Yes, and it says, give, give uh, place in the wrath. And vengeance is mine, said the Lord. So when you do get angry, uh, you, you know, don't make any decisions. Just, Lord, help me right now, you know. Um, they they uh, flattened all my tires, <laughs> and they stole my battery. Um, I'm going to hand this over to you. I'm angry about it. 
all right? Uh, what you don't do is you go flatten their tires and steal their battery or whatever, you know. Uh, you give it over to the Lord, you know, because God, God's going to use situations in your life to mold you. He wants to teach us. Uh, so, you, yeah, be angry and then you sin not. Be angry. The anger is not the sin. It's what you do with that anger. It turns into rage and such. So anger is a instinct. It's a it's an attribute, um, um, an emotion like sadness. You know, it's not wrong to be sad, uh, but it's what we do in those times, for sure. Uh, Twenty six. Bible says, "In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence." This is a characteristic of. Remember, we talked about, talked about characteristics of wisdom, characteristic of the fear of God. When you fear God, you'll have confidence. Um, you'll have a way about you that is strong, but yet humble. Um, it'll stand out for sure. And in the fear of the Lord is that, and his children have, shall have a place refuge. The fear of the Lord, verse 27, is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Keep the fear of God. What's the fear of God? Depart from evil. Do right. If you're not doing right, you don't fear God. You despise him. That's what the Bible says. Chapter 15. Chapter 15 talks a lot about the tongue. Believe it or not, it's important to have your words seasoned with salt. Um, the Bible says that you may minister grace unto the hearers. Your word, your, your mouth goes far. Words can certainly hurt someone, not calling them names, but just what you say to them. The Bible says... Uh, it's a righteous man covereth up a matter, right? Uh, Joseph, being a just man, sought to put away Mary privately. Can he go blab it to everybody? What did he do? He said, you know what? We have a situation here. Him being a just man sought. How are we going to protect Mary's name with what happened here? Him not knowing the whole situation then finding out that was all the Lord's work. Amen? But if he would have blabbed it to the town, then there would have been a big situation. It would have proclaimed his own foolishness. And we think sometimes we know, but we don't know until God reveals something to us. Uh, so you, when you think you know a matter, take it to the Lord in prayer. Let the Lord show you. Uh, if you have... Um, a heart to speak a, about something. Uh, speak to the Lord about it. A wise man, even the Bible says, even a fool when he holdeth his peace is counted wise. So wisdom definitely deals with the tongue. And it'd be good for all of us to watch our mouths. Chapter 15 does a lot with the tongue. Chapter 15, verse 1, the Bible says, a soft answer turneth away wrath. 
but grievous words stir up anger. Again, when somebody's uh, going against you, how uh, you can use your words here. Of course, you may seem like a little pushover. Of course, you, uh, you might, you might think, uh, people might think you're weak, but what is God? When you fear God, you're going you're gonna to say, you know what, God wants me to give a soft answer. And you could be in a hard situation, but a soft answer turneth away wrath. It's not how loud you speak to someone, it's what you say. And sometimes quietness speaks louder than words. The Lord's quietness, when he wrote on the ground, we still talk about, right? When uh, he held his peace, when they were ready to stone him, um, or when they were uh, brought to him the woman, and he just held his peace. What are we going to do with her? He held his peace, and he wrote on the ground. Uh, so a soft answer turneth away wrath, uh, but grievous words stir up anger. So you can be the one who dampens a situation, or you can be the one who stirs things up. If you're not sure, obviously, uh, you hold your peace. The Bible says, um, a fool uttereth all his mind. Well, I'm just going to speak my mind. Well, that's a fool. That's what a fool is do. No, don't call yourself a fool. I'm just going to speak my mind. You just call yourself a fool. Right? How many have ever heard anybody say that? Well, I'm just speaking my mind. That's a fool. <laughs> They're being honest. Okay, you're a fool. A fool uttereth all his mind. Uh, they don't know how to stem the words. There's nothing. Wisdom filters what comes from here and goes out here. So when you're wise, foolishness doesn't come out of your mouth. So something from here, if nothing comes out, hey, there was nothing good to say. Or maybe the one, you're in, maybe the one you encountered is a fool. And the Bible says it's better just to hold your peace, not even say anything to them. Why? Because nothing's going to help them. There's people even in, uh, that have come to me for help, guidance as a pastor, and I have nothing to say to them. I'll say, I'll pray for you. Can't say anything else. Why? Because I know. I know if I say anything, it's not going to enter in. I've tried it before. But what I'll do is I'll pray. I'll pray for them on the back end. Uh, Lord, give them grace. Give them wisdom. Help them. Um, sometimes they just want to hear what they want to hear. Sometimes they need to hear. Um, listen, you're, you're a fool. You're going headed to destruction. But even when you say that, they don't hear it. Uh, they have to learn the hard way. And that's their own demise, unfortunately. Um, let's go to, uh, let's read verse one again. Soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Uh, number two, the tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright. But the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. It's like vomit. When you can't stem your mouth, it just you're throwing it all up, throwing out your knowledge. That could it, you could have a lot of knowledge too. You could be a very smart person, just throwing it all up. I've I've been in conversations where people are um, debating 
even about scriptures. And it goes nowhere. And there's this angry spirit about people. And there's this contention. And you can feel all the uh, characteristics of a fool and in, in the crowd. And it's like they're just throwing up all their knowledge of all the books they've read and all the, but none of it goes anywhere. But the words of the wise is strong. So make sure you use, um, get wisdom and use your tongue for the Lord. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright. It means everything that you've gained, all, all, all that you're learning, everything that enters into your mind is going to be used. It's going to be used. It's going to have value to, you, to it. So the people with wisdom actually get to use um, all that, that they're working for. And they're just not passing by in life. Look at number four. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. But perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Talking about in the tongue, perverse, perverseness in the tongue therein is a breach in the spirit. So when something's off. There's times where words are right. If the words are right, the knowledge is right, but spoken by a fool, it's off. It's going to be off a little bit because it's not being used properly. Something's off. Okay? Uh, we need wisdom. We need wisdom more than we know. And people with wisdom around us, they shine as lights. And may you be that person. Praying God gives me wisdom. Uh, number five, a fool despiseth his father's instruction. But he that regardeth reproof is prudent. Uh, that's also with the tongue. Fathers, we've got to instruct our kids. We've got to instruct our kids. Give them instruction. I think that's one of the greatest things uh, for a father to the children is their instruction. Give their instruction. He that regardeth reproof is prudent. Uh, that takes some wisdom there. Because reproof is hard. Um, reproof is when you're corrected. Right? And especially men. Men, we don't, we don't like being corrected. I get angry, you know. Yeah. Uh, but if you have wisdom, you, you're going to value it. Like, wow, this person took the time. Let me take heed. Let me listen. And um, sometimes we don't like it, you know. It's good to have that stubbornness a little bit. But if you've been reproved uh, and you're thinking about it later on, that shows you have some wisdom. All right, let's keep moving. We're going to close. Um, in verse 8, the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. Wow, look at that. The prayer of the upright is his delight. The sacrifice of the wicked is abomination to the Lord. So the wicked can give his sacrifice to the Lord, but what does the Lord think of it? It's abomination. Oh, God just cares if I just show up to church and I just give my offering. It's an abomination. How you live outside, it matters. It's an abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. And walk with the Lord. Let's look at 10. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way. 
and he that hateth reproof shall die. Amen. That's contrary to what we just read. Um, which verse? Seven? No. Five? Yeah, five. Five and look at five. He that a fool, a fool despises the father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. Regard means to hold it dear, to hold it close. He that regardeth reproof is prudent. And then 10, correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way, and he that hateth reproof shall die. So you can kind of see when you correct someone um, and how they handle that correction, if it brings them closer to the truth, if it, if it, if it makes them, uh, gets them right on the right way, you know their heart was good. If you correct the fool, guess what? He's going to hate you. So hatred, that's why a lot of uh, the kids in schools today, they, they, they can't be corrected. They're fools. It's not the correction. It's not the necessary. Well, yeah, it's the teachers as well. Teachers, there's a lot of fools teaching fools. Uh, and parents raising fools. Um, children are born fools. You need good parents to get that foolishness out of them. You need good teachers to teach them, not just the text, but teach them each child. Uh, and of course, you need a good church to help them as well. We need all the help we can get. Uh, 12, a scorner loveth not one that reproveth him, neither will he go unto the wise. 14, the heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools Feedeth on foolishness. Oh, did you did you hear what they said? Oh, let me tell, let me let me answer them back with this. And and oh, I need to know what this what happened here. And I it just feeds. It's like a fire. All right, it feeds on foolishness. The mouth of fools feeds on foolishness. There's no one to end. Twenty three. Jump down twenty three. We got two two more verses I picked here. A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth. And a word spoken in due season, how good is it? A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth. We need to watch our tongue, right? James talks about, if any man lack wisdom, but it also talks about the tongue, the power of the tongue. Untamed, untamed. Uh, we can't tame it. That's why we need God's grace, God's help, God's word. Uh, we need wisdom. And wisdom, the attributes of wisdom, is going to filter between our mind and our tongue. You can't tame your tongue. You need something else. You need wisdom. Wisdom is a filter between the mind and the tongue. So what comes in your brain? Anger and, and, and uh, you know, everything. All these, all these situations of life. If you have wisdom, it's going to go from here. And then when it comes out here, it's going to be helpful. It's going to be fruitful. It's not going to be random words. Every word that comes out is going to build up like a tree of life. Let me give you some words for this situation. Let's find out what we can do with this problem here. All right? Things can't be solved like this all the time. Things come up. It could take years. With that is long-suffering, patient, all the fruits of the Spirit. All right, but wisdom is going to interpret there's problems that come up. I'll say, you know what? This is, 
Well, we need an answer right now. I got no answer. We're going to have to pray. We're going to have to wait. We're going to have to let things heal. This might take some years. By God's grace, it'll heal whatever the situation may be. Uh, but let God give you the wisdom. Last verse. The fear of the Lord, I'm sorry, 26. That was a good verse too. Uh, 20, they're all good. 26. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord. Wow. But the words of the pure are pleasant words. Oh, that wasn't the end. And I'm, I think I'm out of time. That was only one um, subject, the tongue. I got the heart as well. Real quick, 11. Hell and destruction are before the Lord. How much more than the hearts of the children of men? God's, your heart, listen, God, God wants your heart. He deals with your heart. All right, and out of your heart flows all the issues of life. You gotta let the, good, let the Lord deal with your heart. Let God deal with your heart. Your heart is before him. He doesn't care about your works and all you have to offer, all that. Your prayer is a delight to him. The sacrifice of the wicked are an abomination, but the prayers of the upright are a delight to him. Why? Because your, your prayers come from your heart. He cares about you. 13, a merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by the sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. When your heart gets sorrowful, if your spirit's broken, the Bible says a wounded spirit, who can bear? Nobody can bear that. When, you're, when you get a broken spirit, when your heart gets hurt, that's one thing. Let, let God heal it right away. The wise man looketh out after his heart, the Bible says. If your heart gets hurt, get some help. Get some help from God right away. If your spirit gets broken, you can't bear that. You need, you're going to need some, some real help there. The Lord's going to have to give you a time of healing. Uh, 14, the heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth, feedeth on foolishness. Uh, 15, all the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. 28, the heart of the righteous studieth the answer. The heart of the righteous studieth the answer. It has to do with the, uh, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. Notice the difference there. The righteous is going to speak from their heart, and they're going to contemplate. The fool uttereth all his mind, but the Bible says the wise man keepeth it in till afterwards, meaning he does speak. And when he does, it's with prayer. It's with um, heart. It's with concern. It's like a tree of life. 28, the heart of the righteous studied the answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. And last one, 30, the light of the eyes rejoiceth the heart, and a good report maketh the bones fat. Amen. Um, give us some words here. We need wisdom in all of our ways. Wisdom is not something just of the mind. It has nothing to do with the mind. It has everything to do with the heart. When wisdom entereth into thy heart, the Bible says, and from the heart flow every aspect of your life. And when you see the importance of wisdom, Truly, you will say, this is far more better than gold, far more better 
and anything I can obtain in this life. Uh, and that's why Solomon said, Lord, give me a wise and understanding heart. And God gave it to him. And may you have the same desire to seek wisdom. No matter what, how old you are or where you're at in your life, uh, you, you can get wisdom. And we need it. Amen. And, and many of you already have wisdom. I hope you get more. Amen. Let, let God increase that wisdom. But I know I need more wisdom, uh, seeing how important it is. Uh, let's pray. Lord, thank you for uh, your word. Help us all, Lord, uh, especially in these last days, to have our mouths tamed, Lord, uh, by wisdom. Let it be seasoned with salt, Father, all of our words, that it may minister grace, it may be a tree of life, that it may help others, it may build up, that it could be fruitful. Uh, Lord, help, uh, Lord, our women to build their homes. Help our men, Lord. Uh, may give them strength, Lord, in these last days. Give them wisdom, uh, Lord, to uh, represent you, to be a light. Father, our families, may you bless us, Lord, I pray. I pray, Lord, you'll give us a heart, Lord, to seek out you, to do your will, to fear your name. And Lord, most of all, may all we do be pleasing in your sight. We love you. We thank you for this time to look in a proper, Lord, just briefly go over some verses here and what wonderful scriptures they are. We love you and we thank you for giving it to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Gospel Light Baptist Church.